preachers at the church like to say, we ain't gonna take long, but we're going to take our time. We'll talk about all the TV, movies, and music that define our everyday blackness. Welcome to the Black Card Podcast. What's going on, everybody? This is your boy, Bird. I'm April D. And I'd like to welcome you to another episode of the Black Car Podcast, the blackest podcast in Huntsville. Uh, we got some guests with us today. What episode is it? It is episode 76. Seven. It seven. was in the notes. Wow. 77. Wow. <laughs> you know what? It, it was right at the angle top. Angle, I knew that myself. Man, no, it, <laughs> It's at the top. It's at the top where I shouldn't, you know, where I missed it. Mm-hmm. Episode seventy-seven. Um, so yeah, you already hear one of them, man. So we'll let y'all introduce yourselves. Oh, I'm DJ Skin, DJ Don Junior. Two of the best DJs in the city, the hottest DJs, the coldest DJs, a little bit of, of all around DJs. Um, so we're gonna start off with uh, getting to know you guys. Like, what do you want the people to know about you? Just start off like uh, give them a small intro. Um. Pretty much, I'm from Stone Mountain, Georgia. I was gonna say Atlanta, but you know, I guess I'm not Atlanta. Um, <laughs> I'm from Stone Mountain. Um, been DJing since '09, and just been fell in love with DJing, and I never stopped. All right, yeah, I'm from Huntsville. You know what I'm saying? Northside and Harvest at the same time. You know bro, you actually grew up down the street from me, bro. But yeah, I'm from Huntsville. Uh, I started DJing what, 2016. My uh, when I was graduating from Skeegee, and then. Uh, so so explain this to me. Like, how does one? Not even how does one? How did y'all like kind of like go from? I, I mean, I'm pretty sure you had to have like a love of music to start with. So how did you go from like, hey, I really fuck with this, this music thing, to being like, I want to spin records. Um. Actually, watching a DJ DJ off his computer, that was the main thing. The seeing that kind of got me really excited because um, I'm definitely in the tech world. I love computers. So when I seen him DJing off the computer, I was like, ah, I can do that. That's easy. So, and I love music. So I just, combination of the two things I love, I was like, it's perfect. Yeah, I say love music. And um, with me, I guess it kind of just fell in my lap. I wouldn't just always just want to be a DJ. I always just wanted to be a DJ, but I ended up caving my floor in in my apartment in Skeegee. So, like, after that, I was just on a computer. I didn't have no deck or anything. So, after that, I was just like, man, I might as well try to DJ. So You caved your floor in? Yeah, I was about to say, you just going to. That's a podcast. We got plenty of time, that's man. That's an so, infamous story. <laughs> hey, shit. Let it ride. Yeah, so, uh, basically, what? SGA week at Skeegee. I was my, what, fourth year? So, I had, like. My apartment was like 3038, so we stayed on the third floor. It was a Young Thug concert, so it was supposed to be some type of party off campus or something, but it got canceled because somebody got shot. So mm-hmm. uh, basically, my apartment just turned into the move somehow, some way. And then throughout the night, I was on my computer, like on YouTube, and I used to uh, DJ off YouTube tabs. So I'd just be really just 10 songs ahead at the whole time. And then I think I was playing at uh, Drake. What is it? I was running through the six. Uh, oh, I know they yeah. caved your floor in all <laughs> right. that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so after that, the main floor caved in. You know, I got kicked out of my apartment by uh, housing. By Pretty housing. sure you did. 
Yeah, I got kicked out because that was an on-campus apartment. So, and we was already on our last leg. So yeah, I got kicked out for like the last month of school. Damn, and it all started with a nigga dying. So your dreams could live. <laughs> 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 right, 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 right. So like, when y'all first started, did you feel like you were really good DJs? That's a funny question. Um, I would like to know if you thought you were good. So, funny story about Chris. When he first started DJing, I was actually staying. Well, I was staying with y'all this yeah. summer in Huntsville Place, and it's like a four bedroom, and then you got your common area. Yeah. And I swear, he decided to use our um, my nap time as uh, his time when he would practice with a full speaker. You. It was like one o'clock in the afternoon. It was my nap time. So you like she shouldn't have been asleep anyway. Exactly. It was my nap time. I was we sophomores. Seven thirty a.m. class at one o'clock. It was when I got home because I was tired because I stayed up all night. Wait, time out, time out. You had a seven thirty a.m. class in college. Summer school. Oh yeah, it was early. Mm-hmm. You was like an adult before Cal an adult. Three. And my teacher whooped like this ain't about me. Chris used to practice every day, and I'm I'm glad that he like where he is now. I'm so proud because where he started. <laughs> Man, somebody you had to start somewhere. Exactly, and that's 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 a story right there. You got to start somewhere. Mm-hmm. But uh, go ahead. What's the what's the initial question about? Uh, Do we think we were good? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I think I was good. No, but <laughs> I was like slick a party promoter first. So mm-hmm. my I could get people there based off me just get getting people to pull up before just me having the skill of DJing way before. So it was kind of like. I feel like that's what fast tracked me, but it kind of, I ain't gonna say it messed me up because it was like I had to go DJ in front of real DJs for the first time in a bigger, on a way bigger stage than I was supposed to. So then, you know, like, they, they DJing 10 times better than me. I was like, oh, I thought I was turned. And yeah. I was like, yeah, nah, I gotta get in the lab. So I, I won't say I thought I was good, but I, I knew I was straight though. Yeah, I want to hear. I want to hear your story about. Did you think it was good? But I'm gonna come back on something that, that you said because that's that's an interesting. I feel like it might be unlock a memory. I'm actually hard on myself. So honestly, even to this day, like I still say, like man, I got a lot more work to do. Yeah. Even I can get all the praise in the world, but I still got a lot more work to do. So when I first started, absolutely no. Even now, like people be like, oh, you did amazing. You did good. I'd be like, in the back of my mind, I'd be like. I'm just gonna tell you right now, I am, like I ain't do good. Oh man, look, do you know how black I be having like dry beef with uh, Chris? What? Well, you real DJ? <laughs> look, cause uh, okay, like this is not about me at all, but like I get on the music at the at the little local yeah. groups by here at Black, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, so I just coin myself like DJ Dirty Bird, like I just be I just I, I'm just playing around, yeah. right? And I can't, Jalen. I don't know how we got into this argument, but I said that I could have a better ninety set. Then Chris, just because I'm older and I was there, and I still ten toes down and one hundred, like no, he's a like you're a better DJ ten times out of ten. But I feel like we had a versus of some sorts. I believe in myself so strongly in the '90s set. I I think I got you. I'll, Let me tell you, I'm honestly you. I'm honestly ready because what's wild is Marceau says pretty much the same thing that he can do a better R&B set than, than both of us. Than both yeah, he us. said he could be both of us. Oh, in oldies, yeah, he told us. In like, oldies, no. not even like like new R and B or nineties yeah, yeah. R and B, but older. I was like, like all right. Like, no. Let me tell you, me and Marcel gonna goddamn tell y'all ass up. That's, that's what's gonna happen. Now, we can set that up. <laughs> we can set this verses up. But uh, but no, okay. You had led some. What was your first like outside of the house, outside like just small things that you're comfortable? What was your first like big? 
I don't know if maybe you were hired or maybe it was like a school event. Your big like, I'm a DJ moment. Like what? Like what you saying? Like the first real booking or just like right? So like so it biggest, really like like, like not just real. like it doesn't even have to be there. Like you know you let's say like you know you do like your house stuff with the people you know and the people you invite over. Mm. But what was the moment that it was like a little bit further than you in your comfort zone? Like your oh. Uh, it could be a booking. I mean, or I guess the first when I had the first get out of my comfort zone was uh, whew, it's like every every major time. But I say when I had to do that two chains concert, I had to open for two chains. Oh shit! Oh, wow. Yeah, Goddamn, wow. it was there was homecoming concert, and I was uh, was it two chains? Yeah, it was two chains, and that was like the first time I even been on the stage that big ever. Uh-huh. Like it wasn't even like I had been backstage. Nope, I wasn't even backstage then because that was before Young Money. Uh, so it was like when I was back there, I was just like, okay. What am I supposed to do? How am I supposed to DJ? Like, yeah. and then I was I used to be scared to be on the mic too. So uh-huh. <laughs> I was just like, oh shit, I don't know what you know what I'm saying. So that's when I after I did that and it was good. I was like, okay, I'm doing it. Like, so you I'm, so I'm you here, so you passed. Like, was it one of those times where it's like you like rocked the house and had motherfuckers rocking, or was it like you got backstage? You're like, oh shit, I was running out of songs. Oh uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, it was. A little of both, like, but luckily it was like, you know, I had other people come get on the mic to come save me in a few times. Mm-hmm. And then, I mean, truth be told, I after you, if you can talk enough shit on the mic, you good. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So that, that bought me more time and just, I don't know. I, after, after I was done, I was like, yeah, I'm just, I'm in here. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I think mine was, um, it was freshman year. It was 2009. It was the end of the year. It was May. I never get this. It was May, and it was a seniors going away party. They had graduated, and they wanted to have a house party at their apartment. That it was, was the first. Norman Hills. It wasn't even Norman Hills. It was out. It was like probably like Sun Lake, honestly. Oh, you was, oh, somebody had some money then. Yeah, they did. Honestly, I was like, dang. Um, brought me out there, DJed. It was nothing but seniors in there, senior girls, and all that stuff. I knew a, a couple of them um, because of my involvement in some <laughs> things I used to do. Um, but that was my first DJ moment when I actually had them dancing, twerking, everybody just going crazy mm. in the house party. And I was like, yeah, like, I, got this. I got this. I'm taking this serious now. Yeah. So it's funny you said some things you were involved in. So next question I want to ask y'all, is how do you balance a romantic life with having some type of nine to five or some type of job and DJing, you wanna go? <laughs> <laughs> hey, look at the nigga looking at each other like. Hey, um, <laughs> it's honestly balancing the nine to five and DJing. That's that's pretty easy. That's not as hard. Um, especially if you don't take as many bookings during the day. Um, most of your bookings happen at night. Only only tr- thing that is tough is getting up in the morning after you DJ at two until two AM. You gotta be at work at seven or eight. That's the only tough thing. But the relationships that's the hardest part uh, of DJing. Um whoever you whoever you talk to don't want you to uh be in all these girls' faces mm-hmm. every night you DJ. Part of the job. Why you gotta be in girl faces to DJ? Ain't you behind the board? They gonna come up there and request. Even 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 if hold on. <laughs> a female can come up there and say, Hey, I wanna play a song in my ear. I get a text. Why you flirting with that girl? 
Because <clears throat> I smiled and said, I smiled? Mm. I'm smiling at the song she said, not because of the... It is personal. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, it, it, stuff like that just irritates me. <clears throat> That's why I, m- most of the time I'm like, man, I can't even be in a relationship as a DJ right now, especially right now. Mm. Um, I can have a total separation of, you know, I'm not messing with them. I'm, you know, just being nice. Mm-hmm. Girls don't want to hear that. You a friendly man. Yeah, I'm friendly. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Ski, man? You got how, how is uh, talking to these girls? Because, you know, at the, at the party, you are the party. It ain't like, you know, yeah. you, like, you, you are the groove. You know, every, everything flows through you for the groove, like. Yeah, see, I'm strict by my booth, though. Like, that's like my number one pet peeve. Don't come in my booth. Like, if you're not with me, don't be in my booth. Like, yeah. So, like, as far as women... Being in my ear, I don't really deal with that problem. But my other problem would be like, okay, well, my recommendation or what I've learned uh-huh. through trying to date somebody while DJing is that they got to understand, like, entertainment industry. If they don't understand the entertainment industry, then it's like, you finna get it. You finna have headaches every yeah, day. That's the main thing. Like, that's just the thing. So, like, if you deal with somebody to understand, then it make it easier on both of y'all because it's going to be late nights. It's gonna be on the road, or you know, just even planning stuff like it's. So, I actually quit my job, so I had to take a pick. You know, you can't have uh, job. Uh, so you hustle. DJ, so you DJ full time. That in my uh my startup, yeah. So I was That's doing, I was up. trying to balance all three, like doing a startup, you know, what I'm saying day life, whatever, and then still going to DJ too. So, sheesh. <laughs> so you gave up your nine to five for love. I mean, is that what you say? I gave up my nine to five for peace. Okay. I didn't have peace <laughs> waking up every morning, you know. Mm-hmm. So, yep. But that's that's my opinion on dating and DJing. I guess. Okay. <laughs> so, okay. Next question: What's your bring the party back or wrap the party up song? Like, so what's your like? If the party's kind of going left. This is what's gonna set them off, and then what's the song like? All right, it's time for y'all to go. Uh-huh. And honestly, like to bring the party back to life, it depends on either what's hot right now or a hot song back in the day. I mean, I mean, right now, like Vulture Island by um, shoot, I forgot his name. Vulture Island. Four nine. Four, Rob four nine. But thing is, is like that's a popular song. Yeah. <laughs> hey, look at that lame ass. Cause I have no idea. How'd that yeah. go? Yeah, yeah. Molly yeet, yeet. You already know. My, From yeah. New Orleans, you know what I'm saying? But <laughs> Rob 49? Come on now. No, I'm sorry. It's cool. <laughs> it but I feel like even when you bring the party back, though, it's like you got to have the follow-up is what's going to kill you. Like, yeah, it's, like, it's easy to bring the party back, but what you going to do after that? Can't wait with it. Just, <laughs> like, because it's like, once I don't know, you got to have you at least two or three tracks lined up to keep yeah, it. Definitely. You know what I'm saying? And the easiest thing to do that I've learned is don't play a new song. Play an older song. Play play an older song, and you're e- you're easier to like go off that older song to bring the party back. Mm. Then you can go into your new, you know, Rob Four Nines and stuff like that. I'm, I'm gonna send y'all the song when uh after the yeah, I'm need, I'm need it cause, yeah because I need to hear it before before they hear. It. So I oh, y'all don't know Rob Four Nine. <laughs> <laughs> so but what was your rapper song? Rapper song at the end of the night. Um, it's usually. Usually R and B, but it's honestly whatever I want to hear. Like it might be some off the wall like music. Um, they just get everybody out. Um, but it's mainly like R and B 
or whatever song I like been playing all week in the car. Mm. Yeah, same for me. I play a lot of June, mm. a lot of Currency, Hero Melvin and Blue Notes. I just oh, play some. Yeah, I'm just like him. I just off the wall. I just think hey, you of it. You tried to hell Melvin. I might stick around for it. Hey, DJ. I mean, hey, Bartel, let me get one more. You remember hey, that time frame when it when the party was over? It, it's over. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I used to do that. Or gospel. That was a time. Oh, gospel. So, mm-hmm. what's your. what's Hey, whoa, now rain down on me. Oh, hey, yeah. Hey, everybody come in. We go, everybody get your parts ready. Yeah, y'all know I did that at Ski. Rain That's, I was like Remember when dude Was pouring the champagne out I don't yeah. know if you ever saw that Yeah that was me When I was For when I homecoming day, Yeah what? I gotta say yeah. something You remember uh, Mimosa Fest And I don't know Oh I did it at Mimosa Fest And somebody yeah. was, was dancing, dancing To uh Yeah somebody was getting Twerked on Yeah <laughs> to, to what song <laughs> To uh, Was it Melody Yeah Mel- Was it Brighter Day Or was it I forgot Brighter Day Yeah it was the Brighter Day Somebody was twerking yeah, on Y'all gonna let champagne Take y'all to hell That yeah. is crazy And it was think, Get it t- Twerking and singing the song at the same time. That's Kirk fault. That's Kirk fault. Yeah, that's Kirk replies. <laughs> evil twins. So okay, look, well, okay. Let me ask y'all this question: What is y'all? Because I have one. Mm. What is y'all's like? Other DJs, like when you like listen to other DJs, what is like something that other DJs do that that you can't stand? Uh, I won't say when they do quick mixing too quick. Like I hate when you sometimes I get it to get the energy up, but like sometimes you'll get to the point where like okay, my boy gonna switch songs every fifteen seconds. It's like I get it, it sounds great, but like I'm trying to catch a groove at some point. So like I don't, that's that's probably my number one pet peeve. And then just trapping it out all night. Oh my gosh, if you play trap music all night, I'm just gonna go home. Uh, like, yeah, this is not. I I just don't get it. I don't. I really don't get it. I really don't get it. Shoot out. Yeah, like, <laughs> that's definitely like hearing somebody play trap music all night. I hate that. Like no diversity, and I think just not being able to like mix. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you if I say if you call yourself a DJ, you sh- the the basic thing you need to know is know how to mix. Mm-hmm. Go from song to song and make it flow. Mm-hmm. That's the main thing. Mm-hmm. If you can't do that, it just like, I've heard a DJ where I'm like, oh my gosh, this transition is terrible. But also, can I say my DJ thing? Yeah. When I'm somewhere, and there's a very sweet spot with the mic. You can either just talk, like, right. you cannot talk enough, and that's fine. But if you talk too much, it's like, mm-hmm. you're going to talk over the whole song? Oh, yeah. It's a concert? Yeah. Or are we here? Niggas, it's, it's fucking TED Talk. Yeah. <laughs> oh, speaking of, like, this happened just this past weekend, and the really old DJs do this shit a fuck time. He was talking over a song, but I also feel like this. There are certain songs where the best part of the song is the last verse of the song. Oh, yeah. He cut it off. No, it was uh, More Money, More Problems, and Biggie Verse had just dropped. B-I-G-P-O-P-P-A. Mm-hmm. So it's like the whole crowd is like everybody up moving. Yeah. And he's just like, y'all ain't ready for this? Y'all, y'all, y'all. y'all. And he's just talking. He's like stepping on it so hard, and I'm so mad because it's one of my favorite verses in the song. And I'm just like... The, we listened to the whole first part of the song just to get here. Yeah, right. And he stepped all over, and I was, and it ruined like I like older DJs definitely do that a lot. Because when other Eagles say I can't stand, and I say this shit all the time, I, at, boy, I can't stand when DJs play uh, line dance music back to back to back to back to back. I'm to team. Back. Okay, I'm so, team no line dance. So, so hold on, I gotta <laughs> say this. 
right, we got a little rift between two. <laughs> <laughs> Make so, your point. Make you <laughs> stake your case. So, I'm Jamaican. So, when it comes to like synchronized dancing, uh, that is what you see in Caribbean clubs all the time. Like synchronized dancing from you know. You jumping up and down with a flag or, you know, everybody has like a dance. That's synchronized dancing in the Caribbean culture. So, like, I'm used to that. But it comes a time where it comes a time to play back to back line dances like weddings. Back to back line dancing. You got to do it sometimes because you want to get the old people out, let them get up. And get them out of the way. So the quicker I can like get them out and get them go home, mm-hmm. I can really turn up and like really party for like you know the couple. But that's the only time I say like back to back line dances is okay. Oh yeah, no, I'm team no, no line dances. <laughs> Man, let me see. I'm like I'm ten toes on mine. I see what I see. It's just I like them here now and then, but. I just be tired. Like, how you gonna play this and then play that right after? I, like, I just didn't do this whole Tamia thing. That's how you get the old people out, man. Now, I will say this, and I, I, I feel like some DJs are a little better, and it's like, okay, if you wanna do like a uh, bunny hop mm-hmm. or uh, a cha cha slide, castle slide, whatever, Tamia, <laughs> whatever, I don't need to hear the entire song. If especially if it's just like one day, like if it's just one motion, like one move, you gotta play bunny hop to the end though. But that's gotta, what I'm saying. It's like bunny hop, you you gotta play to the end. So you, like it'd be cool to start with that, because then after that, like you ain't gotta play these other songs all the way through. Like even with like swerve, like you ain't gotta. Well, I, I like you ain't gotta swerve. You like, did the whole three minutes. <laughs> yeah, for swerve, you, you don't. But for Tamia, it's tough. To me, it's different because it's new. It's new and it's the hardest dance under the sun. And you'll see people. In, at the last minute of the song, trying to learn to dance, and they'd be like, "Dang, I want to turn like, it off." <laughs> and I just like to watch folks like try to do the dance. So I'd be like, "Hey, run that shit back, DJ. <laughs> they need some more time." All right, all right. So okay, as a DJ, as a black DJ, <laughs> what's the most difficult gig for for you guys to pick up? Like, have you could you uh, pull up to a bar mitzvah and and do that type of party? Bar Mitzvah. Did I say it wrong? How, how many, <laughs> I, I don't know. Nah, you, I'm, fucked I'm just, <laughs> you fucked it up, but I'm going to let it slide. I'm going to edit it out. Guys. My mouth was like, do the. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how much time I got to get prepared? Just yeah. like right on the fly? or no? Ooh, On the fly. Let's say you got like, it's a, it's a cash grab and you got an hour to get there. Like, it's like, oh, hey, we starting an hour. Country? I mean, you know, I feel like country, I'll probably have some issues. And then, um, that's that's probably about it for real. Why well, didn't you think about like a oh so like if you had to like these are like Sammy T's? It'd be tough, but it wouldn't be too tough. Ooh, See, y'all, done, can y'all do that? Yeah, so like yeah. I've done house music. I didn't have to do a whole like three and a half hour house music set on the fly. So. Do you yeah. have the ins button on your on your? <laughs> nah, this is how the music made. Yeah. Oh. yeah. <laughs> Wait, time out, time out, pause. What? You trying to tell me that that button is not on the no? The deck? I mean, Shut the fuck what up! What button? You talking, <laughs> like when <laughs> what you're seeing on like when yeah, you're no. seeing on like 
TV with like you know the EDM about, DJs. I just, about, I just want to say this feel like the mass magician. Like y'all about to, like y'all like supposed to tell us this, oh. but y'all about to let us know the secret. Oh, DJ. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Play, you know what I'm saying? What you see like with the EDM DJs, they're not actually DJing when they're performing. They have like maybe a jump drive or a CD desk in there, and they're just acting like they're DJing. Yeah, they they mix, but it's just they not playing all them drums and stuff. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, they, they don't be. Yeah, they they so they, they pre-made those tracks. So they been finessing us this whole time. Oh yeah, like because I'm not gonna lie to you. Oh, you talking about I like mean, Diplo like, and all them? Uh-huh. Like when they're performing like at them festivals and stuff like that, they're definitely like playing like pre-made tracks and have a pre pre-made set list, and they're just turning knobs things, like, and stuff like, like that. Like literally, I'm thinking like. Of course, I feel like you know you get good with your craft, but some of the stuff like their ear and some of these edits or some of these like mixes are so perfect. I'm like, you are like, like I think like y'all are really good. Yeah. No, they're pre-made. Mm. It's like fucking professional wrestling to find out it's fake. Like uh, <laughs> that shit cut deep. Like goddamn. I mean, you can still, but they still had to make the track though. Well, yeah. You know what I'm saying? They still had to make it. It just might not do some of them tricks live. Yeah. yeah. So like you know because. Half a millisecond, you're gonna have a, you know, what I'm saying the time is gonna be off a little bit to so. go from a phaser to a yeah. a, a beat, a beat like yeah. jump, yeah, within so. a millisecond is hard, yeah. I feel like it's a lot of like, I don't know if you know DJ Popo, but he from he from the A, he do a lot of his stuff live, though. So, yeah, he he was like one of the top, uh uh-uh. uh, he was one of the top versus DJ. <laughs> Who he got to like, not ver- was it versus, yeah, you yeah, remember versus. he had a DJ versus competition, he was like top eight, yeah, yeah. So oh he's actually, yeah he's he, he actually does a really lot live yeah like so yeah. It's, you still even if they do it perform it like at a festival or whatever they they still had to make it at some point so okay I got another question so yeah. you know how like gangs have like turf and stuff like that yeah do y'all have like DJ turf like where this is my spot you can't come here and like like within like the Huntsville area I'm gonna let Scheme tell tell you for that one turf uh I feel like this is a lot of politics mm. and I feel like. If you don't want to politic how the um, owners or p- promoters or whatever, if you don't want to politic however somebody want to politic, they're not going to fool with you in the city of Huntsville. Mm-hmm. But uh, that's why I don't really DJ here. So I DJ everywhere. But I DJ a lot more places outside of Huntsville. But I'd say the politicking, uh, turf, you know, they got these, co- we got coalitions and stuff, but I don't feel like there's like a. But well, y'all got dis- a DJ game? <laughs> it's not a game, but you know, it's a. You got DJ. I'm the bros. You can't be a gang, so that's fine. Yeah, me. yeah, yeah. Nah, it ain't. Throwing no the name coalition on there don't yeah. change the shit. Yeah, yeah nah. It, <laughs> a new DJ coming on the set, they go in there and break all his records. And be like, <laughs> nah, not <yeah>. city. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I mean, yeah, I feel like some people get, and I feel like other DJs just outside of the group aspect. I feel like some DJs try to like. I really hate to be like this, but they gonna lower their price mm-hmm. and just. If you if you charge a certain amount and you want to stand on that, if they chasing that gig or they feel like they don't want to come up out that spot, they'll either lower their price or really they'll backdoor you for real for real. So, but I mean, I can't. Not so so just to make sure I'm I'm clear on what you're saying. So like let's say you had a uh, let's say you you was like the standing DJ at a new spot. Let's right. say oh, let, let's say let's say crew. I don't even know if they. I'm, I know they got DJ crew. I don't know who. Haven't been right. I don't know who's there. Right. Let's say you like the standing DJ at crew every Friday, right? Right. And you 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 got a price, mm-hmm. and that's what they pay you. Mm-hmm. 
it's kind of like common courtesy amongst the DJs. If the crew was to reach out to somebody else, be like, hey, I charge that much too. Yeah, but 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 you're saying it would be unethical in the DJ world to charge, like, let's say $100 cheaper just to get the slot. I won't say it's unethical. I just say that's what happened. You know what I'm saying? So it's like everybody got different tiers of pricing based off whatever. Like, my, I got a certain tier just because – I'm not just a DJ I can promote too. So it's like my price is gonna be different. They may not, and that's where the politics can come in. Mm. So it's like wherever spot you at, if you I guess if it makes sense for them or they feel like you can add enough value, then maybe they will give you that. But it's all it's a big negotiation game too. So like It definitely is. Yeah. Um so, but turf, I I can't say nobody just got turf though, because I mean, I personally feel like if I just match price points mm. with a lot of these DJs, I could probably come take their gigs right now. Like facts. Oh yeah. Ooh, okay, but is that DJ beef? I nah, feel like that's DJ nah, beef. Nah, no you can't tell me that's not DJ beef. Nah, it ain't, because it's like, I just, I do my, I'm bigger on doing my own events. Man, all right, so, look. I'll say this, I'll say this. It's not beef with me. It's not, it's not beef with us, like, like the older, more seasoned DJs, or the DJs who right. have sense, is more beef with, like, the younger DJs. They getting their feelings more. Like, we don't. Really because care. I mean, let, let's call a spade a spade, right? So y'all are like the the top tier DJs in the city, yeah. like or like a part of the top tier DJs yeah. in the city. Like right. y'all names are the always the ones that come up anytime that like as you know the bros when we throw events and yeah. stuff like that. Who's going to DJ? Y'all names are always the ones up, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. But but also it's like there are situations like let's you know, Chris, you always at black, yeah, always. Mm-hmm. I really, I don't, I may have seen somebody else there. And if I see somebody else there, I think that's because you can't be there. Yeah. So I know that there has to be a situation where let's say black, I'm just using it for an example in this, in this conversation. Like now black got some young boy, you know what I'm saying? in in what would be from preferred is your spot. Like there has to be some kind of uh, feelings. There are some kind of bad business feeling in that situation and i'm uh, not saying that you yeah. you and black in that situation i'm saying yeah. like other people like maybe like because there was a, a dj at amendment 21 i remember he was garbage yeah but you, he was at amendment 21 every saturday yeah but amendment 21 was jumping so if you came in and got his spot i know he had to be hot with you behind that yeah um if this if the situation what would make me mad is if the other dj came in and said oh just give me $150 to do that same night he doing. Mm. That would make me mad. You like undercut you. Like. you. <laughs> All right, y'all. We back. We're back. We're back. Uh, before we get into like normal pod topics, we got a little either or for the world famous DJs over here sitting across the table from us. Uh, so in these either ors, you got to pick one or the other. Ain't no copping out. Ain't no please. Uh, you can explain if you want to. But we'll see what kind of position to put y'all in. Avery, you ready? Mm-hmm. You want to start? You want me to start? You go ahead. Swiss Beats or Jazzy Faye? Swiss Beats. Jazzy Faye. Time out. Swiss Beats is the worst fucking <laughs> beat maker under the sun. I absolutely hate Swiss Beats. I did not expect you to go that route. Are you serious? I like Swiss Beats. Swiss Be- You like Swiss Beats? Yeah. And you call yourself a D. What the fuck? Swiss Beats is garbage. <laughs> like, I'm so blown away right now. I was not. Swiss is lit, but. What? I'm just team Jazzy Faye. As you should be. You know what I'm saying? I just listen to a lot of Jazzy Faye already. Because he's good. Yeah, I mean. Like the true. opposite of what Swiss Beats is. I listen to a lot of Swiss Beats. 
This is crazy. I, I rock with Swiss Beats though. I would cut out your whole. I like part of it. I like fan. I like fancy. That's we're one of my favorite. Them explain. Hey, you gonna stop them? <laughs> well, I, well, y'all yeah, know I'm making. All right, all right, go ahead. Back go ahead. to it. Sneakers or heels? Sneakers. I mean, I mean for a woman. woman, from a woman. Oh, <laughs> can do both. I need both. Yeah, I need both. Yeah. I need both. I need both. Chris said, "I need both." Yeah, I was confused on. That was fair. That was fair. I need both. That's 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 Mando. Timberland or Missy? Timberland. Yeah, Timberland. Dutch or the guy pays. Say what? Dutch <laughs> or the man pays. Oh, for what? A date. First date. Oh, this first date. You know what okay. We've been what we doing. First date. So that, mine is more like. First date on me. First date on me. Okay. Bet. Yeah, to catch him. I was like, what? I'm sorry. Did you, did you ask me? You said. Say that again. Dutch. Dutch. Like one person paid. Like both people pay. Oh, the man pays. My bad. Okay. Mine right. are going to be more like. These came from like a our relationship kind of situation. Okay, cool, yeah, cool, yeah. cool. Okay, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. We getting off the DJ talk, but I'm, but I'm talking about DJ. <laughs> but uh, all right, uh, Jermaine Dupri or Diddy? Ooh, Jermaine Dupri. Diddy. Mm, good I'm from I'm from Atlanta. I mean, I'm from Alabama, but you know, Diddy, yeah, Diddy, different. You know what I'm saying? This is facts. Good morning or grand rising? Good morning. <laughs> Good morning. <laughs> Getting grand rising, it just sounds like you think the earth is flat. I, don't even, I probably only use I probably use the word rising like ten times in my life. <laughs> I, don't even, I don't even think I've ever just said rising. Like, yeah, it's a flat earther. <laughs> I hear uh, that. Vinyl or digital? <sighs> vinyl. I'm about to say digital. That's why I came up digital. Oh, it's my turn. <laughs> I'm gonna say, why it's so quiet? You've been doing this for 77 episodes. <laughs> okay, brown or white liquor? Brown? White. Tequila is not counted as white liquor. Just want y'all to know. It don't. Anejo is not white liquor. That's true. That's true. Neither is Reposado. Mm, and tough. Drinking, and I don't drink Blanco, Dang. so. That is tough. Huh. So yeah, so it is brown. Yeah, it's brown. Clear, you drink. It's definitely brown. You drink clear, you know, I can't trust you. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> All the time. Tupac or Biggie? Biggie for me. Pop. Collar or a texter? Call. Yeah, call. Yeah, I'm terrible at texting. Like, I get tired of texting sometimes. My texting skills are minus a million. That's why I have 174 unread messages on my phone. <laughs> mm. You have seven thousand. That's Jesus crazy. Christ. Cash money, I know limit. Cash money. Yeah, cash money. Morning person or night owl? Morning. Night owl. Mm. Are y'all double texting or are you gonna wait her out? I I see my paragraphs be double text. Like I I'm like the person that like write a sentence text and so I be texting. Mm-hmm. I don't bother me double text. I mean, now if you don't respond, it depends on the gap. Yeah. Um I double text. Yeah. Swag surf or bunny hop? Swag surf. Bunny hop. Yeah. I didn't hear bunny hop until I came to yeah, that's, uh, that's tough. Alabama. That's tough. All right. Well, that was uh, our either or. Interesting stuff going on there. Bad. 
So, uh, that was gonna be worse. Like yeah, some, I was like, oh, some oh, wild man. questions. When he heard sneakers or heels, he said, "What you mean? <laughs> I'm not putting no heels on." But all right, so <laughs> this came up in the the conversations that we had uh, pre production. You know, we was talking about bouncing like your DJ life and you know the romantic style. And the question came up about when does a woman court a man? And just to let you guys know, they haven't been on the mic, but we do have our two other behind the mics. Oh, is it behind the mic? No, in front of the mics. Front of the mics? Would you behind the mic? Behind the mic. All right. We have our two from, from both parties. We have B Dub and Kiana here. They're in the they're in the room. So don't think it's uh, us jumping on April when we tell her she wrong. But, Definitely. Uh, <laughs> Definitely. So uh so the question came up about like when does a woman court a man? So Chris, it was your it was your thing. So so I guess I want to say explain the question a little bit more. Or the background or where you're going with it. The background is um pretty much I feel like for a man, yes, a man is supposed supposed to court first. If he's like trying to pursue a female, but it comes a time where it's okay for a female to, hey, let me take you out on a date. Can I tell you that every time you say female, it pierces my ears? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. My bad. My bad. That's why, that's why you have the problems you have now because you're dating females. (laughs) My bad. My bad. Woman. Okay. Ooh, I, was like, I, I just want to say yeah. that is a weird hill that y'all decided to die on. Like, you're not the first. Upon y'all males. No, I don't give it's a shit. We don't. Uh, yeah. But okay, a woman is specifically a human being. You know, he ain't talking about a muskrat. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know what people are thinking. <laughs> I am a woman. All right, splitting hairs. Oh, but go ahead, woman, independent black woman. <laughs> Yeah. See? <laughs> See? Oh yeah. No. So have you? Are you done with your question? I didn't mean to interrupt you. Oh, but I did. I feel like it's okay for a woman mm-hmm. to court back at a certain point in dating the courting situation. So, say for instance, the ma- the man. You be saying I, male for real? I mean, <laughs> we don't care. Like it's like yeah, you're care. male or female. Yeah, like, we don't care. <laughs> In in life, it's like male or female. Yeah, I wouldn't like be mad and be like, "You're a male." I'd be like, "Yeah, I am. I am." Like, so so when you when you are taking like questionnaires for jobs and they ask you, "Are you what is what is your uh, gender?" It doesn't say woman or you know. Solid point. It says female or male. (laughs) (laughs) Just saying. I check other. I'm just like <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm a woman. Yeah. You see the wax now. <laughs> but a man takes out, you know, a female on a couple dates, you know, between two to three. By that fourth date, a female should take initiative and say, Hey, let me take you out on a date. Fourth date? You, you think so fourth date, she needs to take initiative. Yeah. Or you think sooner? But between know. between three or four, I don't honestly, know. I think later, bro. I think yeah, like, I don't know. Four early, four early, because yeah, I don't know. In this day, I in this I day would, and age, I wouldn't expect it before that. Now, if she did it by the fourth date, then hey, all right, right, you know, she applying a little pressure. But 
I and wouldn't the, expect it. I ain't, you know what I'm saying? That in that this day and age, we're not talking about wait, wait, like wait, that wait, 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 wait. We we don't have to discuss it amongst ourselves as the 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 males in the room. Uh, Look, I'm just hearing which. I'm, I'm so so. Let's go around the table, and just the question is: Let's say let's say you averaging two dates a week. And we consider a date any outing that is just you two guys going somewhere. So we talking about from restaurant movies to coffee to whatever. It's just y'all two quality time. How many times does this interaction happen before you personally feel like you're going to be like, hey, guy, let's go out to XYZ. It's on me. Or you put forth the you start the courting process or do the court. This is where it becomes an interesting um, question because it depends. It depends. It depends. I um I will say there have been times. I think okay, like dating. We're saying like we're just going out. We're not. We're not um like in a relationship or anything like that. I think the last now here's the thing. I think we went out on. A date. We went a few places, and then went on another date. Went on another date, and then I guess about the fourth date, we went to multiple places, and I did take the <laughs> take a twenty dollar tab somewhere, and I was like, I got it. <laughs> Look at me. But so I will do little things like that. But you did have it. I did have it, and I and I took an. I said, it's on me. This one's on me. I got. I do agree, and I also say, um, it depends on how much you may like or are interested in the person. Because I think four dates is a decent amount of time too. Um, but also if it's like you said with the example, we're going here, we're going there. If I offer and say, hey, would you like to go here? I would not assume that you're gonna pay, but I would put it on me. Like I asked you to come, I invited you. So I got it. It might be $20. Around, yeah, especially for hanging out more than once a week and texting and calling yeah, like and FaceTiming, yeah, that's very important. So, do y'all go on dates with people y'all don't like? You gotta go on a date, wait, 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 Look, I just just how many how like how many dates do you go on before you you feel compelled to be like, hey, big dog, this one on Big Mama. I wouldn't really say it was a number, so mm-hmm. to speak. I'm not counting. It's more of like what I naturally feel inclined to do. Mm-hmm. Like if I, if I know you, I know what you like. I know whatever. So it's like. Say, for instance, I had this dude, and I knew he really liked this comedian. We were only maybe in a month or so of dating, but we were really clicking, and I know he really liked this comedian. I'm going to just go get his tickets. Mm-hmm. Hey, I'm inclined to do that because, hey, we vibe and we click, and I don't see it as like a, I've, I'm obligated to do anything or say anything or anything like that. I just got to naturally gravitate that way. And I think that's what I was think like what I was trying to say with liking. Like, if we're vibing and I can feel like, we're, we enjoy each other's company enough. Because I, I can admit, I've been out with somebody who I was not the most interested in. 
maybe right away, like if they ask, oh, do you want to go out? Sure. Whoa, 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 talking about did she just answer your question that she that she went out with somebody she didn't like? Yeah, like how many dates? How many dates? No, hold on. So like, what's the like? How many dates do will you go on with somebody that you don't like? One. And then after that one is over. Yeah. Oh, okay. We'll, okay. See, we'll see where it goes from there. You know, if I'm not interested right away, you know, like if I didn't have any desire to ever go anywhere with you, but you were interested, cool. You seem cool. Let's see where it goes. Let's see how it goes. But if I was not just interested right away. So you wouldn't. So you wouldn't like say it was. He wasn't nice, but hey, he took me to a nice dinner. I mean, if we just didn't click, we just didn't click. Right. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, we because not everything always works out. You know, you could be very nice, but it still might just not work out. That don't mean you're the guy's not a nice person. He not cool. Yeah, understandable. Wow, that's interesting. Like from from like men, we. I mean, I guess because we're the courteurs, there is no such thing as going out with somebody you don't actually like. Yeah, like, definitely. Do you know how that that theme yeah. that theme is kind of funny? Do you like to me? her? Or do you want to fuck her? I I fuck the people I want to like. No, it's a difference. It's a difference. <laughs> what do you mean? No. I like. No, I, I I love fucking, but I like. Her. So it's just. Like, <laughs> Do you want to have sex and of course with her, her, but you also like her? But let me see. They, they know you don't know that you like her until y'all get on the date, until y'all get to know each other, whatever. You all just right, know right. that you like how she looks. Okay, time out, time out. They're not mutually exclusive, all right? So just, like, you don't have to be either or. Okay, like, so everybody that you've had sex with is somebody you would be in a relationship with. Whoa, this is a whole different But statement. you like her enough to do something with her. Oh, no, no, no. The, 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 <laughs> The threshold of doing something ain't as high as what you would like to think that it is. But you're originally taking her out and you're paying the foot in the bill because I expect to no, eventually sleep with you. No, no, you're doing that because you eventually want to be with her. Everybody, yeah. no, you really, like, we, I don't know about, oh, let me not speak for everybody. Like, you want, like, men are visually driven. Definitely. So you want mm -hmm. to be with who you like looking at. Yes. So you take them out in hopes that y'all can mature and grow into something more. Yes. And our progression of thought is she's fine. Now y'all get along and now we have sex and now we can be together. So every person that you had sex with, you've been mentally attracted to them. Yeah. Bullshit. Definitely. Bullshit. Definitely. <laughs> like why not? I'm not saying, no, I'm saying him. No, <laughs> no like, like for real, like no, for real. <laughs> <laughs> no. I'm saying you. Him too. All y'all. All y'all. You liars. You liars. It comes to a certain situation where you know it might be a it might be a thing where yeah like oh I do I do like her. Let me you know I, she looks good. Let me see see what she's talking about. So you know it might get to a situation where we have sex on the first date and. By the time that we have sex, I'm just doing it, you know, just like, just cause. But the initial, the initial, hold on, hold on, no, the initial, the initial is like, okay, yes. But for me to have sex with somebody, I have to have like some kind of like, okay, attraction. But sometimes, like after the date, I'm like, I really don't like your personality, but you still so look you good. Be caught up in physical attraction. <laughs> <laughs> but that's it. Hold on, hold hey, on. Women be plotting too, though. They be, they Definitely. Be they be knowing. They Wait, be now there is a narrative with that line of questioning that I that I have that we forget is that I, I really don't like how it's positioned as intercourse is a one way thing. Like you're doing us a favor. Like y'all are there too. 
Y'all are there enjoying it also. Like in a lot of situations. And they be initiating. Yeah, you you want to have sex with us just as much as we want to have sex exactly. with you. Because if you didn't want to have sex, you wouldn't open up your legs. Very true. Consent. He just made a great point. No, 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 that's what he's no, he said consent. He said he said yeah. obviously you wanted to have sex because we had sex. We're not saying that we don't enjoy it and we don't want it. Y'all sure act like it. It's not the end the for us either. No, okay. So you never got to the point where you just like, oh, here. Like, oh, you talking about like. As a woman, like they. Oh, oh, you talking about? Yeah. Oh, you talking about like a woman just like being she, like, like he asked for, he begging for it, so like, huh? Here goes the pussy, get on that my face. That is literally that's on y'all. Like y'all got you because at the end of the day, you consented. And said, "Hey, but that's probably somebody you only you've been dealing with for a while. You're not gonna do that to no. Exactly. 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 Hey, listen, y'all two are not on the mic. I don't know if y'all. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just saying, like, I'm just saying, no, y'all saying good stuff, and I just like ain't nobody hearing it. Oh. Oh. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, uh, man, why everywhere we go, man? They don't nobody want to cut that. We need. But they gonna be, oh, they gonna be outside the studio talking about. I don't know what they talking about in there, but I know it involved intercourse and <laughs> and them not. Uh, so speaking on sexiness and sexy time, uh, something that was going on in the news recently, and it's kind of get some opinions about it, is uh, Sierra's dress that she wore to the Vanity Fair party after uh, the Oscar. Nope, nope. Yes, Oscars. Yeah. It was the Oscars after the Oscars. So she wore, you know, her and Russ went out. Russ had on like, you know, dope. Tux, whoop de whoop. She had the very sheer, you know, see through, through nothing but a thong on. Uh, swim boots, wait, swim suit and a thong. That's all you should have. Oh, yeah, ram boots uh, and a thong. thong. Okay, That's, yeah, but yeah, so, um, internet went ablaze. Uh, some people saying that you know she's a mother, and you know, or the, the, the thing with Russ is just an act, she really for the streets. Uh, some people saying like, hey. She way outside everybody's tax bracket, yeah. and she's there with her husband, so it shouldn't be an issue for anybody else. And uh, so questions for the table, like, uh, what's your perspective on the situation, on the look? I yeah. personally feel like I can't afford to have an opinion about what this woman got on. <laughs> like, if she want to go out there naked, I'd be like, oh, her business. Yeah, I don't know. <clears throat> like, for me, it's just like, it ain't my shawty, so it's like, I really don't care. Mm-hmm. Like, I just... I mean, that's where you know, lead life. You know, I'm I'm for you all for people living their life. Like, we want to. Because some people but, are like, my wife could never wear that. Like, she couldn't. But that's not, <laughs> she that's she not couldn't. my wife. She really though. should not you know wear what that. I'm <laughs> but I mean, for me is, I I answer it if say for instance that was my wife, mm-hmm. and for me, in the context of their lifestyle and how she makes money. That's her job. Um, she is a sex symbol. So, and she's at the Oscars where everyone at the Oscars wearing these odd standout dresses, and mm-hmm. it stood out. Mm-hmm. She, it did her job. And, you know, sorry, go ahead. And, I mean, it did its job. It made headlines. So, she's an entertainer. So, for for her to stay relevant, she did her job. 
about to say because Sierra wasn't up for nobody Oscar. <laughs> yeah, here we are talking about her at the Oscar. Exactly. Hey, look, she, 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 I don't think she ever been up for a Grammy. So <laughs> she, she just happened to be there. Sierra. Uh-huh. <laughs> she, she, nah, she's like a she's like a source award all star. <laughs> but nah, okay, okay. Uh, and, and like Chris said, the, uh, for me and I think men discuss it more so like as in if it was their wife, and um. I, I'm I'm sorry, not trying to police women's body, but I'm kind of on like the like she like shoddy tripping like I I guess I want to say I want to understand motivation if if that's what they say like so Russ you got you got the quarterback you got the you know mm-hmm. you know you got you got it all from some people standing you even yeah. got, you even had your dope boy situation that you know you, like you have this experience under your belt yeah. so it's like you lived all the lives and. It for me, my perspective is like I don't know. Is this like an intention thing? Like, what is the motivation for? Because what what I'm not gonna say women don't understand are another perspective is that you're we're talking about Sierra, we're looking at Sierra, but there's also questions that Russ has to answer. There's conversation that Russ has to have. Like, even if we're not talking about Sierra and her dress on the Vanity Fair stage, we see it on the everyday situation. You go yeah. out to the groove spot, you know what I'm saying? You don't, you know, you see, you don't have your woman just looking, just dressing any kind of way, you know, or you see somebody else woman dressing in a way to be like, like, damn, bro, you let her come out the house like that. And we say the term let, but we don't really mean let. We just like, you're okay with that? And I look at it as in, if I was Russ, I wouldn't want to have those conversations. Is it based off of situation, or is it you wouldn't let your you know significant other come out of the house at all like that at any time? At any time. So here's the thing: you you ever seen that TikTok where it's like talking about different people? Like we got the kids on on the same platform as the grown people, and uh-huh. we going back and forth. We having conversations with people way up here. Like, if I was in Huntsville and saw somebody in Sierra's dress, I'd be like, whoa, where are you going? I mean, why are you in Envy dress like that? <laughs> yeah. But, like, at, at an, an awards show, if I saw something like that, I'd be like, It was like, an after oh, party. Well, it wasn't an awards show. Was okay, at, at an after party with celebrities, I'd be like, oh, okay. Like, whatever. But, like, I feel like that's it's a tax bracket conversation. I'll I bring it down further. So... Question: Would you allow your significant other to go to carnival, like in what's called it in uh, Trinidad? Oh, the was the I was in Toronto. It is it, it, uh, yeah, yeah. Would uh, you allow her to? Would you allow her to wear a costume? Like you talking about? It, yeah. Bird. No, stop. I'll explain. Yeah, you don't have to throw your hands up at me. I swear, I'll explain. <laughs> because they, like I do feel like there is a difference. Because okay. you now it ain't you, it's everybody. It's thousands of people here in the same so it's not even uh all eyes on me like ooh look at me. Um because in this situation it's like she is the only one in the room, you know what I'm saying, like dressed like that. Cause there's guys out there in costumes with feathers and it's more of a I feel like you're more so partaking in a cultural thing. That's what's happening in at uh Carnival. Mm-hmm. So that's why it is a uh, a thought shift in that situation. It's a very specific situation. But if we like, hey, we going to the Black Tie Gala for A and M, and she's like, oh, cool, I got this little thong dress I'm trying to wear. Like, nah, 
Nah, or, yeah. or no. Or better yet, if we was invited to the exact same party, if I was invited for whatever reason to Vanity Fair's uh, party, Oscar after party, you not coming out like that either. I don't care what Sierra wearing. I don't care if we're in the same building. Like, no. What? What? And what if you, you, we don't know? What if she got paid to? It's Vanity Fair. What if she got paid to wear that dress? Now that's art. Now, now if that's the case. You got you open up another you know that's more information so things change. It, because, it, that's what it's a possibility that you know now, if that's the being, case being who she is and how the war shows go, she got the dress for free, and the designer said, "Hey, wear this dress, take a picture in it." That's a little more fair. Yeah, that's a little more understandable. That's a little, that's I mean that's reasonable. I mean because, but and then but then it's like she's her. I mean I can't I mean you can't count pockets but like come on now like I don't think she's goddamn missing any meals. Like she, she is her married to him. Like that's her job. Yeah, that's her job, though. Her ma- Wait, what? Like you know how the people say that's him? Like I'm him. Uh huh. She's her married to him. Oh, you say okay. Um, like, I got you. Like they they are that couple. Yeah, that's her job, though. Because like put like this, it'd be different. If it was like Ari Fletcher or something like that. Like you know she she makes money off her body and she has no. Sierra does now too. She a model. She's a model. Oh, yeah, I'm about to say because like, I was gonna but ask. They are not she... the same. We we are not we are not about to sit here and act like Sierra is a full blown like no, published yeah, model. Yeah. No. Yeah, but we're not gonna talk like celebrity status like her and Ari are on the same level. So like, she... Sierra's Sierra's level is way higher than Ari's. That's what I'm saying. So the dress that Sierra had on. Oh no, I'm not yeah, talking about the dress. No. I'm talking about the need. Oh to, yeah. to be in like. Well, there's no need, but yeah. when you're getting a dress from, I don't even, who knows the designer? Yeah. Designer would never go to our reflection and say, hey, put this down. Of course. Yeah. Of course. So, like, so you said Sierra is a model now. Is she not doing music anymore? I mean, she, she still does, but she's definitely a published model. Oh, she, she is? Hell yeah. <laughs> Oops. No, not me calling her a one hit one. <laughs> She had uh, more than one. She had more than one hit. Are you she serious? Had, I sound like that girl talking about um, uh, Young Jock. Yeah, y'all heard that about old girl saying young, how did Young Jock stay relevant after only having? Did you, got, did you say he only had one hit? Yeah, she said he yeah. had one hit. What's his name? Megan something or other. Megan Markle? No. Megan Markle. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't think of the name. I got to see. Gotta see. You, you might as well say Megan Stallion. You're like you're so far off. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, but okay. dang, it's something. My bad. But yeah, what uh old girl, she has a new podcast. I think it's a podcast, ain't That's right. the funny thing. I don't know who she is. No, I now I slightly remember her being on one of them like housewife joints yeah. or whatever mm-hmm. or whatever. So but she'll sit down with Jock and she said, uh, you know, how did you stay relevant after only having one hit over all these years? What? And that's such a disrespectful question dog. to ask somebody. And then then she she tweeted uh uh apology today after she got her ass drug up and down the internet. Yeah. Still saying kind of like I'm just saying like how did he stay relevant? Like is she still like kind of like backhanded? Yeah. I don't understand. They must have like a past beef. Like cause yeah, because I mean, even just to stay relevant in music alone or just making songs alone is not easy. First mm-hmm. off, so then it's like with Jock, he had more than one. You know what I'm saying? I feel like he had at least at least three major. You know what I'm saying? I ain't gonna say major, but did yeah. got a decent amount of traction. He had three, and it's like back then. One album will kill you two years. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You not had to put out music over and over yeah. and over and over and over. So like six, seven years, you might have wrote three tracks. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So it's like, as far as relevancy, he on the radio. So it's like, right? Because I promise you, somebody's still playing. It's going down somewhere. Oh, one hundred percent. Go crazy. No, Definitely. and um, every homecoming, bro. We bottle popping. 
No, not even that. The amount of like in the in the in the Southern Circuit. Yeah, Jock was like a guy. Yeah, because yeah. Bubblegum. Oh, oh, wow! I forgot he about had some that. hits. Yeah, I like, know you. He see had some it. features. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying like that's what I'm like. I, don't no, know. I forgot about. He had a lot of features, yeah. but yeah, like, maybe it's a Southern thing. I don't know. Yeah. How do y'all feel about the Southern state of uh, music, man? Because I mean, this, I mean, I don't want to mean to get back on the music thing as strong, but I asked because there was a certain conversation that came up recently. Mm-hmm. Uh, they talked about it on the Breakfast Club earlier. Somebody was saying that Fifty Cent could be Lil Wayne in a versus, and they were saying Lil Wayne doesn't have a get rich or die trying. And I that was that was their it don't matter. Yeah, yeah. yeah this is like I just I'm so tired. I'm. I fool with 50 though Like this is no disrespect to 50 But It's like Wayne is in a different tier Like when you start talking about Wayne We talking about top rappers all the time Automatically Like top five Minimum If you ain't got Wayne in your top five I just don't really be Want to hear your musical opinion Honestly So it's like People say 50 versus Wayne It's like why Like what What are we arguing about Like him having Get Rich or Die Trying Don't it Get Rich or Die Trying Is, is that one But Wayne got countless mixtapes. Like, we just not even going to albums. He got countless mixtapes. He took everybody beat. You know what I'm saying? Made it his song. Definitely. And then just rapping, period. I don't know. Wayne, I just, that's not even an argument to me. I just tell you, it's an argument. Yeah, yeah Lil Wayne. I don't know. It's, it's like, what's, what's, the, what's the justification so, for it? Like, what's the justification for Get Rich or Die Trying over Wayne Carter 3? So his statement was that basically like on Get Rich or Die Trying that there were so many like legitimate hits on Get Rich or Die Trying that his statement was that strategically from a twenty from a twenty song tier that Wayne can Wayne would have to strategize how he pairs up against fifty. Like like it, like Wayne just I, I'm not understanding this. Mm, like I just spent five hundred dollars to go to Wayne's Carter tour. So it's literally Lil Wayne just doing the songs from the Carter series. That's five albums of just that series. He has other albums. He has countless mixtapes. I do not, Wayne is one of my favorite rappers of all, like he's in my top three. Like, I don't understand. Wayne, it's like no strat, like Wayne can take one mixtape in, like, This must have been somebody that New York. He was from New York. Oh yeah, there, but there there are huge discrepancies between the Southern hip hop and Northern hip or East Coast hip hop opinions. I I be like, uh, I, don't I get it, but I don't know. Because I mean, I feel like the Northern Northerners, the Yankees, have a lot of like hip hop outlets, and like they take up a lot of like prominent like media real estate. So you know, you have the Breakfast Club, you got Nori with Drink Champs, you got Joe Budden podcast, and all these like they talk heavily about music. And these just, you know, these awesome Yankees. So, like, the South really doesn't have a, a, a way in there. And we get caught up in, like, the backhanded comments and stuff like that. So, like, it seems like to them, if we're not talking about Lil Wayne, Jeezy, T.I., or Andre 3000, it's like they just are outcasts. They just forget that the South even exists. Yeah. yeah. Like, we ain't been running shit forever. But but hip-hop started up there, though. So, like, at the end of the day, the mecca of hip-hop is going to be East Coast. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> but, hey, it's facts, though. So, like, their opinion, just the way they grew up, just going to be different. Like, they probably like Southern hip-hop, but they never – Move to the south at some point, they not even gonna be able to appreciate it the same. Yeah, I'm been in an environment. Yeah, I'm willing to say southern hip hop is. I mean, it's better. 
Yeah. I mean, it's better, but I'm also going to say it's better because not only the fact that it's better, but there are different facets of Southern hip hop. As in Texas is different from Louisiana. Louisiana is different from Atlanta. Memphis has a sound. All this is just Southern hip hop. New York is New York. Definitely. And it has, it has only been, and it is still New York, that same New York that has been from the last now 25, They got a reason. They came, they tried to step out when it came to drill music with Chicago, but that was the, like a spark they got. But that was it. You compare one state to a bunch of states. No, but that's their, no, that their claim to fame is that they are, as good as every other state. Come on, like they, like if you ever listen to like New York, like music okay. outlets. Perspective, that's their perspective. If you grew up on that, you gonna like that better. Like, I'm sure there is somebody that feels like Boosie could take Jay Z. Me, no, I do. <laughs> no, I do. I one hundred percent do. I one hundred percent. I one hundred percent can what? sit up here. And no, wait. if we do a Boosie versus Jay Z versus, I one hundred percent. Can give you a run for your money. No, one hundred percent. That's tough. Without shadow even, of a doubt, that's not, tough. Not I'll say that close. the reason why I say it's t- what well, the reason why I say it's tough. What rooms are you in? Like what what room are you in? Because if it you that's tough. I'm, Boosie, not no. That's tough. Boosie, oh my, my God. Because Boosie, my I, favorite. I'll put it like this. He one of my if, favorite rappers. For real. If you in Louisiana and do the verses in Louisiana, you gonna, Boosie gonna win that. Yeah. I mean, I get that. Anywhere under the Mason Dixon, you gonna win. But if you take Boosie to New York, in Atlanta, in the verse, <laughs> if the verse, if the verse was in Atlanta, Jay Z will win for sure. This is the thing: it's two people you can't disrespect, Hov and Wayne. I, I don't even like Jay Z. I, I say it to you right here, right now. Jay Z ain't even in my top twenty-five. He ain't in my top fifty. Who's your favorite? Who's your favorite artist? Uh, Biggie. How many Grammys he got? I bet you it's not 26. Just, 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 just kidding, guys. I just watched Swarm. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, I went left. Let's yeah. go back. But uh, I'm sorry, we're gonna get back on topic. But yeah, fuck Jay Z. Oh wow. <laughs> oh shit. Oh no. Hey, now nah, I say the best. I know we. I don't, I don't know why we get back on these. We have a lot of music topics. Yeah. There was a conversation on Twitter. I don't know if you saw it or whatever. But there is a, a theme that people believe that Drake doesn't have a classic album. That is a that is a very like that I don't understand frequent at conversation. All. Like I know you've seen it. I feel like people be hating. Honestly, people hate that Drake has been relevant at the top of his game for so long, and they are the favorite artists probably isn't didn't have a longest run as them because so far gone is one of the, like I feel like I like Take Care, but I feel like so far gone is like his classic album. I feel like Views is like, like that's that's my favorite. Like, views, views. I feel like it's his best body. Work. Views, views is that one that everybody didn't like. They ended up aging perfect. Like anytime you turn views is hidden. Views hidden. Take care of him. I'm I'm take care. Of gonna be my the the classic. I just want to know like if you, how do you not consider? I don't know what defines a classic. You know what I'm saying? Like you define your no. I'm, okay, I don't know the album titles. But the one where he's sitting there with the little picture in the back and it's maroon, he's sitting at the table. What's take that? care. Okay, mm-hmm. that's one I like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, cause that one got out. That one like take care is notorious uh, because it has like all like the big hits. Like that's the banger album. But some people feel, and, and the, the, I've literally heard somebody say this out of their mouth. Mm-hmm. It they said it doesn't matter how many hits an album has, that doesn't make it a classic. I just don't understand. 
Yeah. I don't I get I get what he's trying to say, but it don't make sense. Thing is, they just don't expect you to have that many songs to go. Mm-hmm. That many like you know what I'm saying? That's not normal. It's like hey no Brian. Like Brian, you're not supposed to I don't like LeBron either, but <sighs> she, you know. It's just like Brian though. I feel like Drake get the same flag that Brian get. Like you weren't supposed to do that and you're doing it. So it's like, how are you doing it? And then it's yeah. like, okay, let me discredit you. That's not a classic because it got a number of hits on there. Like what? Well, so the, <laughs> the 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 more intellectual conversation I had, uh the the guy stated that he felt like Drake didn't take any chances. Like he didn't change up enough in his in in what he brought to the table that to warrant him his status and greatness thereof, he said he, they feel like he keeps turning in the same paper. That's that's more. Yeah. So, I, I, that's not a statement of mine. Yeah. That's more. Yeah. So I, I just want to bring yeah. to the table and, and to be and to to bring context to it. We were discussing uh, Drake versus Kendrick. And he's saying he don't switch up. Well, I mean, he just did. Honestly, never mind. And then I mean, I feel like each time. After nothing was the same. Every album was kind of different, very different. Definitely like different. you could kind of say, "Take care," and nothing was the same. Were kind of in the same, and anything prior to that were kind of in the same room. But I feel like everything, every project after that, kind of went a whole different. Yeah. It was just like a certified lover boy. Yeah, to her loss. Yeah. You just want to say something? Reading is too yeah. late. Well, I mean, I don't. Well, I'm, <laughs> I'm very OBO, so I, so yeah, I, like, too, I like, it's I don't, it's too many lights in people. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's like I don't. So, and my argument to him was that you can't be mad that Drake is the standard for greatness. Like, if what right. he does is yeah. great, he has absolutely zero reason to navigate to maneuver anyway. Like, if you go, if you are just that guy and everything. If you follow your heart and do what you feel like is right, and that thing skyrockets to the top, there's I I never forget I I had this argument with this folks when uh Kanye's uh what's that one that he just had um when he was going on tour with it Donda Donda when Don you can know Donda was out two weeks before CLB yeah and, and I remember I having this argument where I said listen because that was when um Drake had the the billboards across mm-hmm. the across the country you know in different cities I said when this album drop. You're not going to listen to Donda no more. Like literally, you're not yeah. going to you're not going to listen to it. Like that's that's the power. That's he going to suck all the air out the room. And when I say the like the streaming numbers from Donda fell off the nights and never came back up. Of course. All I've heard was Donda, Donda, Donda. Donda was a good album. Though. Yeah, it had some good tracks on there for sure. And I'm, I'm off the, I'm off the Kanye thing, man. I'm sorry. He, he, Life of Pablo is where after, like after Life of Pablo is just it for me. He got me out the gate with a Father Stretch My Hands or whatever it was. Oh yeah, that was mm-hmm. I felt like that was, I felt like that was a cheat code, man. Mm-hmm. I said, damn it. I really, cause I, I went in wanting to not like it, then I was like, damn it, he got me. Got, got you he, on that he one. Did, he didn't, he did it again. So okay, speaking of albums. What are y'all's sneaky or quiet, like, favorite album? Like, what is an album that you love that people wouldn't expect for you to love that you feel like is just a great work of pe- work art? Mm. Like, that's outside the norm. Okay. For me, it's outside the norm, but um, Backstreet Boys Millennial album. Oh, yes. Yeah. I don't know why. I'm like, that is a great answer. Phenomenal <laughs> 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 answer. Backstreet Boys. Mm. I say Calvin Harris. Any of any of Calvin Harris projects. Like I Calvin Harris a little more R and B guy, ain't 
He's an R&B guy. He like a DJ slash producer slash songwriter, but mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't say R&B. He's like electronic almost. Okay. Electronic, but he he picks up a lot of hip hop artists and brings them in. You know, oh, what he's I'm saying? white. Yeah, I think he's from like Scot- I think he's Scottish. Yeah, he's, he's uh, a Scottish uh, DJ. Wait, he's yeah. a white man. Yeah. <laughs> you brought a white man to the black card? Calvin That's Harris. That's not Eminem? Hey, Calvin. Yeah, he's 6'6". Or Paul Wall? Calvin Harris. And you lusting over this white man? All I said was he's 6'6". But no, I'm saying, I, I heard the he's more of a, like a He more of a producer. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah. So he like got Rihanna tracks. He got uh, Future, Quavo, uh, Frank Ocean. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that was a good the one. That's that one. Yeah, that's that one. Yeah. What about yours? I love Giveon, and that's all I have to say. That's fair. I, I listen to this album. Like, I used to listen to it in the gym while I stretch. Like, it's a very, it's, it's a very weird thing to kind of, like, uh, be, be into. Uh, I guess I'll say album that doesn't get enough credit, but low-key artist that doesn't get enough credit, Joe. His All That I Am album, that's top five R&B album of all time. I still listen to it to this day. I have, I have, I really, it's hard, it's hard for me to say, but I really have this, like, hate for Joe. For Joe. Why? <laughs> Why? I feel like. He don't do nothing but be bald and mind his business. <laughs> and um, he's from Alabama. Because he, uh, because he, uh, what was he, what, what, not What If A Woman. Was it What If A Woman? Uh, uh, no, no, uh, what If A Woman. I know what yeah, you're talking yeah. about. Yes, I, like, I just feel like that was nigga bashing, man. It's something about that just didn't sit well with me. I can understand that. That ain't got nothing to do with all that I am. I <laughs> just, I, I, but it was like it was around that time frame that I was taking my like making my decisions about artists, and I was like, oh, and he was ball wearing a do rag, and it just did not. It just, he was it, finding he was finding a new groove, and he so. put it and he put it under his ears <laughs> and leather jacket, leather jackets with no sleeves, crazy stuff going on, crazy decisions being made at the time. Gotcha. I'm not gonna say I'm, I have like a lot of random. I don't have albums. I have songs, but I think one random album that I've been listening to a lot lately is Crunk Juice. Okay, that is not crazy at all. Like there's some bangers on there. Exactly. Yeah. That's, that's like, okay. So let me come. I like oh, um, I like old Britney Spears. Like before she. Well, she's not making the first. Now. The first album was really good. When she had the little pink thing on. Oh no 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 no. no. Christina Aguilera's first album. I never really. Genie in the Bottle. I just remember that song. I can sing that entire. I, I had the cassette. <laughs> I had the cassette, and I rewind that thing. I could sing that entire tape. Oh no, I can sing all of Backstreet Boys and put it sure. on the other side. That makes me think Pink. Yes. I was diehard Pink. <laughs> I feel like I feel like I feel like Pink and Christina Aguilera were like like Christina Aguilera one hundred percent. And Pink was for a long time. I guess maybe the song she made with Eve was like kind of like for the niggas. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> nah, Eve, don't Eve and Pink got a song together? Uh-huh. Is, is, is she on Let Me Blow Your Mind? No. Is she? even. No, that's more Stefani. Is it Pink? No. I just Pink? I don't know. Anyway. But Pink got one like super like niggas love song. I can't remember. The, I can't think of it right now. But uh, yeah, I think my like. I, I really I brings up anytime we talk about like R and B albums, I feel like a hundred percent genuine is the best R and B album. It's like right under confessions. Like I like I gotta give 
you know, Usher's props. Like, he, he created the, the thriller yeah. of R&B with that one. But right underneath that, 100% Gene Wine, I feel like has no skips on it at all. Uh-huh. All right, so last one, going around, and then we're going to be done with this. Who is your guilty pleasure artist? Like, who is the artist that you kind of, like, vibe out with to yourself? Or you got, like, a really strong, like, personal connection with that, like, nobody would expect you to have? Don't need time to think. Um, Liz for me, Ellie Dollar Sign. I actually, uh, when I was in Houston this past week, I actually met him. Well, I ain't meet him, but I saw him at the gas station whenever he was doing like a photo shoot. But <laughs> it's crazy. It's crazy. Like, no, like, I really, like, I was like, cause I was tripping. I, I was walking the gas station to get my partner to get some backwoods or whatever. And then we was going to the store. So then I looked. I'm like, what, who, why is somebody doing a, like a photo shoot at the gas station? Yeah, I looked and I was like, oh, that's Liz. So I don't know if y'all listening or whatever, but he uh he from Houston. He like uh he link up with currency a lot. Uh-huh. So, you know, he do a lot of the old soul samples with uh one of my favorite songs is uh What a, what a Burger Drive Through. So um I I know most people don't know him, but I definitely listen to Liz like thirty percent of my time. 25, 30%. So yeah. mine would be uh, Party Next Door. P and D. I listen to him. Sixty percent of my time, but P and D ain't came out with nothing in a minute, has he? Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, but that's, oh, his first mm-hmm. album, that shit was phenomenal. I like first, first, second, first, second. I like third too. Third got a little, got a little iffy for me. Some songs, yeah. but yeah, I I listen to Party Next Door sixty percent of my time. Mm-hmm. What you got for us? What's the question again? Oh, okay. <laughs> Besides Giveon, I listen to um, Yo Gotti a lot. Mm. A lot. Like. That's how you pull the cord? Yes. Um, since like high school. Since like my friend. Since like my freshman year of high school. I don't. Um, I used to date this guy who liked him. And. He put me on, and I've just been hooked to Yo Gotti ever since. Hey, you were supposed to stop listening to Yo Gotti once I broke up. I just want to let you know that he did not put you on Yo Gotti. Yeah. You can take that on to your next relationship. I don't know <laughs> uh, Well, to follow up on that, I'm a Gotti hoe if I ain't nothing else. <laughs> um, I have no idea why I like this young toxic man, but Brent, it's Brent. I listen to a lot of Brent. Yeah, oh yeah, I don't know why, but and I can hear the toxicity. But I like it. I do Everybody like it. living in their life. Dolph, definitely Dolph. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And look, no, Xavier Omar is my other like. Ooh. Ooh, yeah, that's a good one right there. Look, look at you Omar. Yeah, that's nice. I saw him for twenty dollars in Portland. Wow. And I was basically on the front row because the girl in front in front of me was in a wheelchair. Hmm. Like <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <coughs> it was It was a standing room well. <laughs> yes, stop. It was a standing room only concert. <laughs> <laughs> that was bad. <laughs> the name of this is gonna be Xavier. I'm one. Oh man. Okay. Okay. All right, man. Uh, with me, it's uh 
Life Genesis, like I listened to that first and second album. Like I used to listen to Life Genesis and The Weekend on every single road trip. Like every time I went to Tuscaloosa, I listened to Life Genesis and The Weekend mm. nonstop. The House of Balloons. Yes. Oh yeah. Glass Table. Mm. Honestly, like oh, yeah. so. Uh, oh man. Nah, I'm sorry. I'm still laughing at your ass. Mm. Oh man. So hey man, we. Appre- yeah, 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 man. We appreciate y'all coming, man. Thanks for taking out the time, yes. man. Uh, y'all are dope, man. I hope everybody has learned something mm-hmm. from this mm-hmm. as much as I have. Um, anything? No, just thank y'all for coming on. Appreciate y'all. Thank you. Uh, go thank ahead you. and plug y'all socials and everything you got coming. Um, you can follow me at DJ Don Jr. D J D O N J R. You gonna get back in the booth with that? You wanna run it back? <laughs> <laughs> um we'll punch in. Yeah, punch back in. But um pretty much, I mean, just follow us on our socials. We got a we actually got a lot of stuff coming up with a couple months. We're gonna drop some information for, you know, a very special event of ours that we've been working on. Um Mimosa Fest. We had one last year. We're gonna drop, you know, the date for that coming up Ooh, soon. The folks have been asking about that. Yeah. 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 gonna go crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Uh you follow me at I am scheme. Uh I I A M S K E M. Trying to spell I know how to spell my handle. And it's most people say scheme, it's about how you spell it, but yeah. I am I am whatever. I ain't trying to do it. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all know what I'm saying? If you can't find me, you know what it is. You know. As far as what's coming next, uh we got most fest. We got A M Ski Homecoming. Yeah. We got Day Party series. Uh Champagne campaign this summer. Um, what else we got? Rich Christmas. Rich Christmas. We got something single to Mayo. Wait, Rich Christmas? What? Yeah. March? Yeah. Yeah. We plan. We start planning early. I got a new rule: thirty days. Anything no, I, under thirty I, days. I actually appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. Anything under thirty days, I really don't want to do anymore as far as events. So, yeah. So it's how we got a lot lined up. So for the year, appreciate y'all though. Y'all come back anytime, anytime. Uh this has been another episode of the Black Car Podcast. Thank you for listening and Mama sorry for cussing. <laughs>